0: everybody, I'm Maya, I'm Melissa, and I'm Olivia, and we're here to take you back to your twilight, twilight, twilight phase. My guys. We did it. We remembered the intro, guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because we just did a practice was the bonus was <laughs> yes. recorded. And I messed it up, too, as always. <laughs> um, hi guys. Hi. We're back. We're back. Welcome to season five. <gasps> what? Oh, wait, is it really season yeah, five? Yeah, because we did Midnight Sun. Oh my god, I already Wait, and we about did Life that. and Death. That was not a full season, that, yeah, was, that was a yeah, three okay. episode. I would hope mini not, because I arc. didn't read that book. <laughs> well, that was your choice and your fault. So if we did a season without you, <laughs> it would have been your decision. But we didn't. It's season five. Welcome back. Well, Welcome. honestly, it feels like it's been ages since it me. has been. I talked know. about it really has twilight. twilight listeners every week when we record we first like catch up and chat and gossip for like an entire hour and we've like texted some over the break but like not it has but, like, not been thorough catching up so really yeah. we have like seven hours worth of conversation <laughs> to have yeah, I mean, I think we, we haven't even realized how much, like, we save for, you know, when we hang out because of the pod, because I was like, That's oh, just I, I don't got. know, I I just now feel like I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to talk to these guys on Thursday, because <gasps> oh. we record two days before we post our episode. Yeah, that's how professional we are. (laughs) We're so professional that we can edit this in a day and a half, and we choose to do so every time for no reason. Every time. We could have picked any day of the week to record, except for Bachelor Day, but we didn't. We chose Thursday. We also – there was one point in time where we record, like, an episode – ahead oh, we oh, kept yeah, that I'm up glad. for like two weeks yeah really? but it was impressive while it lasted <laughs> yeah it's also a choice that we've made to not do that yeah we haven't done that since about season one. <laughs> oh well i i like didn't notice over the past couple of weeks i felt like wow i really have no idea what's going on in melissa's department in production oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's because we're not gossiping for a full hour about what's going that on works. in our departments each week that's true <laughs> I don't remember how I found out that one of, one of your bosses has COVID, but it wasn't from one of you, and so yeah. I was like, "What?" It wasn't from us. Oh yeah, here's the personal update. Um, I'm getting over COVID. I'm doing great. Thank you. I <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you. <laughs> um, finally got me. You know, it was inevitable. I made it two years. So what can you really oh, it's ask so impressive? For? Yeah, I'm impressed with my run. I and am not I have sort of like brain fatigue, but I think I'm doing okay. I think it's going to go away. You look really good. Um thanks. You look Listeners. cute too. Did you cut your bangs? I cut them um like a week ago, but I always cut them shorter than I really want them to be so that I can go as long as possible. Well, they without... look great. Thank you. I know you can see my eyebrows. <laughs> wow, eyebrows. so expressive. <laughs> <laughs> um Listeners, Olivia's getting over COVID. I am in what I'm describing as COVID limbo. (laughs) I took a test, an at-home test, and on the test line, there was a very faint line. And it says on the instructions, if there's a line, no matter how faint, you're positive. And I was like, okay, but this is really (laughs) faint. Like, it was almost impossible to see. If you took a picture, you had, like. You couldn't see it. You sent me that picture. I couldn't see it. Everyone I sent it to, I guess you can see it, but everybody else was like, yeah, it's not there. And then they were like, hang on, wait a second. (laughs) Wait, 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 (laughs) Like, so I was like, whatever, this probably doesn't count, inconclusive, I got a PCR the next day, negative, but I feel weird, right? Like, not like terrible, but like definitely not good, like definitely like caught something. So I take another test today. Oh, and after the first PCR, which I was like, "Mm, no, I took enough. No, sorry. After the first at-home test, which I was like, "Mm, no, I took a different brand of at-home test, which was firmly negative. So I was like, okay. (laughs) So today, because I'm feeling weird, I take another one and there's another fucking line on the test line. But but like very, very, very faint again. Yeah. Very, very very faint. Not as faint, but like very faint. But like they say anything is anything. definitive right. it does anything say that all. yeah and false positives like almost don't exist yeah false negatives are very common so i feel like i'm in covid limbo because i never i'm tested testing positive. positive like i probably <laughs> have it but the pcr was negative I know, so i don't know. I know my pcr was also negative i took like four negative rapid tests And I gave up. I was like, "This is definitely COVID. I don't need science to tell me." I mean, honestly, I feel like we're at a point now where it's so widespread and everywhere that it's like I don't know that we are currently testing for this particular strain. Oh yeah, no, they still work. The tests still work on the current strain. But like maybe the strain has developed even further. Like it'll probably still work on You have you and I have a special I'm to new it for you guys. We, we're convinced you have COVID. We're going to um, need on the like our little podcast um title description. It's going to give us that little like for more inform for real science information real about science, COVID. Please yeah. go here. <laughs> Well, these don't these believe do us we don't know shit go to the cdc website COVID. we don't know anything we're not the scientists CDC also you probably have covid yeah none of us know anything just don't just act anyone. like you have covid if you're just sick... trust like twitter doctors and no one else <laughs> <sick>. <laughs> if you're sick stay home <laughs> yeah if you're sick just don't go anywhere yeah <gasps> Anyway, Maya, I hope that you miraculously somehow don't have COVID, but also if it is COVID, I know that you already have a house full of Gatorade, and so you're going to be okay. Again, I'm not a scientist. Gatorade will not (laughs) cure your COVID. (laughs) I mean, it might. Gatorade cures everything. It might. Gatorade is magical. Uh, so I feel the same as you Olivia. Like, look, I made it two years, that's a good run. Great run. I could get in two more years at this rate before my next one. <laughs> right. Like there are people who are getting like four in a year, you know? Yeah. So our ratio is excellent. <laughs> um, not to be flippant, if you've had serious COVID, we're very sorry and we hope that you're yeah, right. Okay. And look, the thing about COVID is that it's very fucking tricky. And you can have not super serious symptoms and then down the line, like, develop some fucked up stuff that you can trace back to COVID. Oh my so, god, remember how my itchy thing was COVID-related? Yeah, like, Olivia and I don't know, three weeks from now, we might be like, yeah, be we fucked. sprouted. <laughs> yeah. that weird f- shit. I... A couple weeks after I had COVID, I got super itchy all over the place, and it was extremely unpleasant. And I went to the dermatologist, and she was like, "Oh, this is something I've seen in people who've had COVID." Okay, but also the people who have itchies. had COVID is like eighty-five percent of the country. Still, I mean, and then it, it did it did go away. I didn't do anything, right? But like, it went away. It's very mysterious. I, have I know a weird so, constellation of symptoms. I have an itchy thing to say okay listeners as you know i went on a road trip it was awesome it was so fun but you guys one of the bad yeah we were gone for three weeks it was a long trip it was awesome we even came back a little early like (gasps) and it was three weeks it was amazing um but one of the bad things that happened on this trip was i got my second ever sunburn what yeah i climbed that's an an even better run when was yeah. your first sunburn uh college wow Wow. wow. yeah an 18 year college run i went no jet sunburn. skiing on the ocean i'm so proud of you and the ocean reflected and got me how 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 are you <laughs> yeah how's your newest sunburn inside? very bravely i did make it through we climbed a mountain in guadalupe mountains national park which was so beautiful and listeners you gotta go it has incredible stargazing you guys the stargazing was so beautiful. The night sky was, like, so dark and so clear that it was so beautiful I cried. Like, <gasps> I was, like, moved by the beauty of the universe. Wow. I could see the band of the Milky Way. Like, it was what? unreal. Um, loved it. Uh, but we climbed that mountain, and I guess, like, the elevation and stuff. Are you I got closer to the sun. Yeah, I was closer to the sun. I don't know. Less ozone between us. I don't know. Um, like, on my arms here and here, I got a burn, And I oh. was like... And after that, it was flaky. Yeah. It's so itchy. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm a disgusting lizard. And like, <laughs> yeah, you're not a disgusting lizard. No, you're beautiful. And I was like, you just deal with this? And he was like, yes. 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 And I was like, yeah. Horrible. Scott's real pale. He must be Yeah, Scott's pale. Yeah. He looks like a burner if I ever yeah. saw that. And I bought aloe. And yeah. it came in this, like, there was a giant pack of two, and both bottles were huge. And I was like... Who who the fuck would ever need that much aloe? It's a lifetime supply of aloe. No. So I found like a smaller a bottle, and yeah, like you apply it every time it fucking itches and it yeah. always fucking itches. And I it's was super absorbent. That thing. It just like disappears in like yeah. five seconds. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, no wonder they come in such big bottles. I'm yeah. learning about your guys's culture. <laughs> your remedies yeah a yes. <laughs> giant bottle of aloe from walmart we literally have an aloe plant in our apartment that we do use for, <laughs> for sunburns yeah. yeah that's why when i go to the beach i apply you know how like everybody ha- has this like incredible reaction to like a whole shot glass worth of sunscreen that's so much sunscreen i guarantee you i use at least two twice a day every huh. time that I, go I use SPF like 70. And I get and I, so sick of yeah. it, but I do it because it's less annoying than having and a sunburn. Slumber. And then sometimes I need now spot I applications also. Like, I yeah. understand. Yes. It's like, a real high, bird my Maya. In areas. <laughs> yeah. You guys are so brave. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I went to the Prospect Park Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you see anything neat? Um, well, the Prospect Park Zoo costs ten dollars to get in, and I would say that that was a fair admission price. <laughs> I was about to ask if it was overpriced. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was not I feel overpriced. Bitty zoos are I like not—they're the a little sad um, because Ooh, sad. each of the animals you can tell doesn't have very much space. I saw a very sad red panda. um, oh, no, stalking back and forth, and it reminded me it like unlocked a memory of seeing another red panda stalking back and forth against its fence at a different zoo that i cannot identify from my memories every time i feel bad about zoos i just think about one of my favorite movies Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> they really liked uh their city zoo experience <laughs> so well as we all know animated cartoons are 100 yeah, factually correct yeah so <laughs> that does make me feel better <laughs> oh should we t- i feel like we need to start talking about twilight yeah this is the first breaking dawn episode so we need to talk about the package oh my god yes i'm so excited lol i dawn. don't have I know a that. book uh surprisingly <laughs> i found this out yesterday your apartment uh, has so many books yeah. in it that i cannot believe that not a single one of them was a stray copy of breaking a stray dawn. copy of breaking dawn believe me i looked <laughs> uh so I got the ebook uh oh, yesterday. <laughs> that was sad. That's you have the most one. updated edition though. Oh yeah. It also Ooh. has the brand new cover on it. What I was what, like what oh, what's the new no. cover look like. The what, ugly ones. The ugly ones. The ones with the breaking breaking huh? Breaking, breaking words. Aching g Don. Oh the gigantic yeah. words. I yeah. forgot about those covers. I erased them for my <laughs> Yeah, I have that one, so Okay, Maya, go next. I mean, Maya's is beautiful. I have the white edition Incredible. because I got the white collection for Christmas. Um, so I wasn't going to go get a classic edition Breaking Dawn for this when I have one. Um, the covers of the white editions, I didn't know this, but they don't have the title. It's just the central image. It's glossy, like, on the image. gloss. Uh- uh um, which means but there's no title the title shiny is just on the only spine. where the image is that's wild yeah. very interesting i mean so have so cover the title i know what it is
1: you bought spine. it in a box set
0: yeah i got it in a but box set you know what but it the title is also on the back which is a red back cover interesting so it says breaking dawn and then there's a little excerpt from the book don't be afraid i murmured we belong together i was abruptly overwhelmed by the truth of my own words This moment was so perfect, so right. There was no way to doubt it. His arms wrapped around me, holding me against him. It felt like every nerve-ending in my body was a live wire. Forever, he agreed. Which I think is an interesting choice of excerpt, because all the other excerpts are like... Danger. Yeah, like, Edward was a vampire, and he thirsted for my blood. It's like, (laughs) she's in danger, like... Okay, counter-argument. If you make it to book four... (laughs) You're in yeah. it for the forever, and also you've read all the other ones, and you know that they literally already agreed to be together forever. The, That's true. The prologue upheld the danger, danger aspect. This is true, which we will get to yeah very shortly. So, like, she didn't. Ab- we didn't abandon that. <laughs> um, I have a very classic paperback edition, The Twilight Saga Book Four. I think this is came in a box set, probably. Um super classic. My favorite part of it. So as you guys all obviously remember, I sold my childhood copies at a tag sale. Yep. And so I acquired different copies since then. This one, um, across the <laughs> very, very thick um pages, you know, on the like this side it's like not the spine but the other side of the spine the paper side i don't know the paper side um it has the name henesis in giant sharpie in letters that truly just evoke evoke the 20 early 2010s somehow i I don't know how immaculately and then there's a little smiley face on the eye wow an artifact it makes me honestly that's i don't know who henesis is but thank you for your you know what pretty unique name i bet you could find her (laughs) it might be a last name maybe it's a last name but why would you write your last name this big on your book on your copy of breaking dawn it just feels like you would put your first name your first name yeah Yeah. it does does this Um, book have a spot where you can write your name in the acknowledgement no it doesn't well then i guess we'll never know this one does have on the title page i think probably the weakest title page um image of all of them it's just like a big Curving staircase, kind yep. of gently. My staircase looks different than yours. <gasps> Ooh! Yeah, like I, and I will. I have to pull up my ebook. Um, if they lost the license for, this for the image. image? <laughs> I, actually, I I, I thought be... my um the image was nice. I'm gonna see if I can. I don't know if this is gonna. If you hold it closer, it should. Oh no, that's the same. Is it the same? That looks, looks the, the same. same to me. Yeah, oh, it looked different. Maybe yours is like. Crop maybe different... the aspect is a little different of yours since yeah, it is you still know, a like staircase. Shape. Yes, um, for sure. Dedication. This book is dedicated to my ninja slash agent Jody Reamer. There's just like something about being like you're this and a ninja that is like truly very, uh, very like 2008 2000s-y? era. Yeah thank you for keeping me off the ledge and thanks also to my favorite band the very aptly named muse for providing a saga's worth of inspiration oh my god of course okay then drama you turn the page and it says book one bella and it's like oh. truly shocking yeah shocking. that is shocking, shocking information
1: first like of all this is broken into first books time.
0: second of all you need to specify to me right that this bella. one's Bella. <gasps> That Intrigate. means another isn't Bella. It is. Intri- I do appreciate that it's book one and not part one. Part, yeah. part is the default. It's like classier else. somehow. Yeah. Yeah, but also this is already book four. So I also kind of hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair. laughs> that's fair. I like that it makes me think of Avatar The Last Airbender and how they oh, yeah, called seasons. their seasons yeah. books. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> okay, then we get a table of contents just for book one. So it's very short. It's only seven chapters and a preface. And I had a visceral reaction to seeing Isle Esme and being like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm in for here. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't I'm even ready. pay attention to the the titles of the chapters because right. I was like, also, lol, the titles of Jacob's chapters are so long compared to Bella's. That's I'm not going to flip ahead. I started to flip ahead. I'm not going to do it. I'm, staying well, I'm just looking at the, <laughs> the TOC. Oh, you have the full TOC available. I have the full. I have oh, because you're in the um, ebook. Yeah, it has it has all the all the books right, right. here. Right. Um, but that is very different. Yeah. So experience. our I have a my order of my front matter is a little different. Yeah. Um, and then there's the epigraph, uh, which is actually a quote from a writer who I really like. Huh. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, Stephanie isn't really using it in the way that I have interpreted that quote to mean. I think okay, she's well, taking it, it to very literally. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Childhood is not from birth to a certain age, and at a certain age the child is grown and puts away childish things. Childhood is the kingdom where nobody dies. I feel like this is a clue uh to the contents of this book. Uh and how literally uh Stephanie means uh yeah, children that never die. Right. Yep, I guess so. To me I was like, okay, so like if things that don't die are children, then are you the vampires are, you are all children? Children. Like it does feel very literal. It's like, okay, yeah. but like you're not why is this all like, children? Like, when I read this, I'm like, oh, this is definitely about, like, your inner child. And, like, being, you know, childlike. Experience of being a child. Right, even as an adult. And I know that's not what she means here. No. (laughs) Yeah, I... Well, I read it to be that this quote is about Bella's... Maybe I'm giving her way too much credit. But I read it to be that this quote is about, like, Bella's loss of innocence. Because Mm -hmm. even though Bella... Mm -hmm has been in really dangerous situations, and she's seen Edward, who she loves more than anything, be in really dangerous situations. The plot of book one, Bella, is Bella, like, choosing to save her daughter, who she loves more than anyone else. Like, even more than Edward at this point. Like, instantaneously. Like, the stakes are just higher than they've ever been before. Childhood is the kingdom where nobody dies. Like, this is Bella's loss of innocence. She is putting her little nudger, as she will call her, um, above everything else. That's the way I read it, but maybe I'm, I'm giving her too much credit. Maybe she's just like, nobody dies, nobody dies it's about children. and it's going to be a baby. No, <laughs> so we should give her a little bit of credit. Yeah, sometimes. we can give her a little bit of credit. <laughs> I will we'll give, give Edna St. Vincent Millay some credit. She did good with that. <laughs> um, I will give her credit for this preface, which I felt started off kind of, like, too familiar. Like, yeah, yeah, it started okay, off you're way facing too death familiar. again. Yes. Fucking got it. Yes. But one, it's, like, more interesting once you know what it's actually about, I think I would say. Because right. it's about when the... When you loved the one who was killing you, it left you no options. It's about somebody that she loves trying to kill her, which coming into it is at least a, like a slight twist from what has happened to her before. And then reading it, knowing everything, it's about her right. child. So that right. makes it more interesting than it was on like initial first read. I love the initial first read of thinking like, wait, Edward is, is going to kill to her? her? Right. What? I do, I don't know, feel like we should mention, you know, with the recent news and things happening in the world that abortion is a choice that you can make. You know, I do feel like this preface is like, yeah, this thing that has happened to me is like life-changing and uh, it's It's killing me, but it's worth dying for. If your life was all you had to give your beloved, how could you not give it? Yeah. Like, How you can could you not carry this child to term at all costs? Will, even though yeah. it will kill No, you. You, you definitely can. Um, so it is like a poetic preface for sure. Uh, but this one is that... going to be a very triggery uh, yes. season of yep. Twilight Phase. Yes, it yeah. is. It's going to be very timely. And I didn't think we were already going to get there in the preface. Nope. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> listeners? Listening to this podcast, you know that you always got three people at least who are like, guess what? You don't need to need an abortion. You can just want one. We're fine with that. We support yes, that. We do. If all you want is you want an abortion just cause that's A okay. A okay. We got you. You get that abortion. Fully support you. Yeah, do it. Just get ready for a whole season of that. Just yeah, yeah that honestly. <laughs> but first, They have to be engaged, which Which is just titled Chapter One, one. (laughs) Engaged. Um, (laughs) Who wants to recap? I forgot we did those. (laughs) I know. I literally was like, "Fuck." Uh. Okay, I'm gonna try just to get it over with. Okay. Okay. Chapter One, Engaged. Bella is in a car. She feels like everyone is staring at her. Then she remembers that she has tinted windows and people can't be staring at her. They must be staring at her car. Does she know what her car is? No. She knows that it's extremely expensive, that it was part of her convoluted deal with Edward about how she becomes a vampire and when they do it and what he's allowed to give her as (laughs) gifts and does it all make sense? No, but she has this car. It's a fucking dramatic car it's mm-hmm. such a dramatic car that she is running on fumes because she never wants to go into town to get gas but she has sucked up her pride and is doing so and not one but two men stop her to take photos of her car and they're like is that this highly specific car and she's like i have no fucking clue <laughs> and then they whisper a Mercedes <laughs> then they whisper about how much armor and like missile proof glass is coated I'm in like, and okay. she's like oh this is because edward doesn't want me to die he specifically told me that there's a before car and an after car and this is before my vampire for a while after human vampire so that yes. i will not die in the meantime her truck has mysteriously died of natural causes
1: <laughs> honestly we
0: can, we can litigate that later it, it, i mean Fair. It's an old fucking car. Um, <laughs> it's a really old car It really car. probably shouldn't have been possible to run anyway. Um, she she does like a pretty delicate, relatively well done, like, catch up. Like, hey, remember, they're engaged. Hey, remember, she's gonna go to Dartmouth, supposedly, but not really. Hey, remember, Jacob has run away. Um, yeah. Charlie has posted wanted flyers all over oh. town because that's how you do police work in 2008. <laughs> and um, meanwhile, she but no one and else Billy... cares. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is like, oh, well, I mean, that is some really complicated and touchy missing Native people. Mm, yep. Uh, um situation which i hadn't thought about before you said that um but she and billy of course know that he has run off on purpose and um bella uses the cell phone that edward gave her for emergencies to call seth to get the update on jake who tries not to talk to the tribe but is unsuccessful because he is currently always in wolf form and he's like somewhere in canada and is still sad then we get a clunky transition into a flashback of bella and edward telling charlie that they're engaged which went exactly how she thought it was gonna go which is like pretty awkward and he's like Really? Well, first he's like, oh my god, you're pregnant, aren't you? And she's like, oh my god, no. I understand that assumption. No, I would never be pregnant. <laughs> no. Uh, and then she's like, Edward, I told you so. I told you everybody would think that I was pregnant because we are 18 and it is 2008. And, <laughs> um, and so the news that they're engaged is like slightly less shocking than her being pregnant but he's still definitely unhappy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but actually not surprised because as we know Charlie is like secretly just a tiny bit psychic and he knew that something big was coming (laughs) then he laughs at her for having to tell Renee Um, but it turns out that Renee was like pretty fucking chill about it because Renee knows that she and Bella are very different people and that if she has decided that this is what she wanted then bella is perfectly capable of commitment and is a mature person who's never been a teenager and everything is gonna be fine um then she gets home and alice is putting on this like doing uh, uh fittings with charlie with his very debonair talks or suit or whatever and like forgets that that's th- she's like oh why are you dressed up <laughs> you know <laughs> like because you're getting married in fucking like three days that's 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 why um and then um alice insists on doing her bella's fitting of her wedding dress and bella doesn't look at it and closes her eyes and goes to her happy place it's so that really she doesn't scary. have to think about it and her happy place is where she imagines fucking edward <laughs> yeah, yeah it because is. also as a reminder as, as a part reminder. of their like weird convoluted she doesn't want to miss out on anything as a human deal situation they're gonna have sex hell yeah they are (laughs) also never says the word sex still no i don't i don't think it does i don't i know i I know it doesn't i was looking for it (laughs) uh that was a pretty good recap i'm gonna give you a seven i do think that it was a little on the long end a little little long i'm getting getting back back. into it guys i know i know yeah and we're impartial graders uh and very small correction charlie does not post wanted flyers he posts <laughs> missing wow what a freudian slope of the tongue i apologize to jacob uh. <laughs> i didn't even notice that um i also now that melissa has said that i would like to point out to you some um innuendos that are used in place of sex just on this one page um the complete experience of being (laughs) passionately in love um a real honeymoon (laughs) a real honeymoon with edward in my happy place (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god i know i'm gonna i feel like i must have highlighted a bunch of these it's <laughs> the episode um, title... one human experience i worried about missing <laughs> is the episode title edward in my happy place <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah honestly it was kind of a boring first chapter Not cool. yeah um, yeah but I don't know. I feel like as far as first chapters go. Right back at it. Yeah. Well, okay. We just had a discussion. Olivia, I think you were at this meeting. Oh, there's a lady. Oh, wait. That's not a dog. Never mind. (laughs) What was it? What is it? I thought there was a lady holding a dog. and I was like, oh, so cute. It was some kind of textile. Not a dog. Olivia, I don't think you made this meeting. I think you were sick. But we just had a group meeting where we were like, okay, what makes a good first chapter? As editors, we must always be, you know, honing our craft. <laughs> uh, and we were talking about voice, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good first chapter will often introduce you to a voice that you're like, alright, you know what? You're so fun. I like you so much. I'll follow you anywhere. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think this accomplishes that. I don't think this that Bella establishes. is like so wry. V- it establishes voice we know it to be. her voice, but yeah. it's not a fun one. No. She's yeah. like pissed about being it's a engaged. a dead Downer voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like how unfun is it to listen to someone complain about right. being engaged? Being in love with the love of their life, Like, god fuck like, me. Oh, and god, like you have, this have an I awesome gave me this car. amazing car. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. crazy. Oh my god. Everyone's wants looking to marry at me. me. It's awful. Oh, everyone is so interested in my life. It sucks. <laughs> so it is not successful in that realm. <laughs> and another thing that a good first chapter can do is like set up the ongoing plot for sure which Mm -hmm. i mean we definitely have like elements of foreshadowing well she has a baby and the voltori are like you made an immortal child we must come destroy you you know but like right there's no baby yet so it is hard to balance in something like a book for doing the doing just enough recap and then also starting the new stuff right and I think this one doesn't really introduce any conflicts that we didn't already know about. Yeah, correct. Um, so like it's it not establishes realm either. The, the conflict that we already knew was going to happen. Right, it establishes the voice that we, I already mean, maybe knew. we forgot. I don't know how you could, you know. Bella's voice and her Debbie Downerness is very <laughs> prevalent in the previous books. So <laughs> I ain't forgetting it. But now I am reminded, like, oh, yeah, Bella, you are really annoying. So. <laughs> I wish that it ended on a more active note for Bella. It ends yeah. with Bella, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. dreamily thinking of her perfect future to come. Yeah, this like, was not I a typical Stephanie set up... chapter ender, I think. Like, normally she's really good at either propelling to the next one or, like, buttoning up something really nicely. And this didn't feel like either. Yeah. it did set up like you have to start this in the happy place except that she's pissed about all of it like for it to all get ruined but there's like a long period of happy at the beginning of this book which i do think we have missed previously and i know that's true book, so yeah i complained so is, many times about not getting it yeah if this is a long period of happy i want to see her happy. yeah i want to be seeing happy. her happy with him that's- yeah like yeah edward's not true. in this except Barely. the flashback he's in the flashback. flashback yeah but it's like also true she's not enjoying her conversation with alice she's not enjoying like driving around town Yeah, she's still she sad about anybody. jacob yeah like if this is the happy this is that's dark yeah <laughs> um all i i was trying to put myself in the shoes of you know me who was reading it for the first time and like one everyone who's reading this book is expecting sex when's <laughs> it gonna happen uh where's the passion and so this first chapter does uh tease <laughs> but by herself but she's only yeah. thinking about it on yeah a theoretical like, level maybe that's stephanie uh building yes. Suspense. anticipation. <laughs> it's true. That it is true. Hey, remember that thing that's supposed to happen? Yeah, it it's might true. happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that we should go back and talk about the car a little. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. If Bella isn't going into town, where is she going? Like, why is she even out of gas? Like, where <laughs> where do you she's go? She's driving back and forth from her house to the Collins house. That's it. But also, she's always with Edward. Like, Edward <laughs> isn't just picking her up and taking right. her back and forth. I know. I'm like, how often are you alone to drive yourself? No, I mean, sure. here, we, we know that he's out hunting. Currently. That's so, true. We do get that info. Right, but how did she run out of gas? I'm looking why up this car to gas? see. What also, like, you're like, telling me that Edward doesn't just fill up your gas for you constantly mm. yeah what this a bad like, boyfriend unlikely this, this looks like a james bond car but like the most british boring car that you've ever seen james bond drive does that give you anything mm-hmm. i mean i'm <laughs> Is not it so fancy that it like shouldn't even take regular gas does like it, really it should only like it? run on the like, premium yeah no like gold tinted special (laughs) you mean like you mean like actually special Uh, yeah like you can't put unleaded into that kind of engine are you kidding i love that in this we're like trying to establish that bella doesn't know anything about cars but then uh in this description it says it didn't look much different from any other mercedes sedan i'm like you know I, other Mercedes me sedans? Anything. Yeah. Like, you want You know what a sedan is? You know other Mercedes sedan- sedans. Uh, like, that's not convincing to me in this moment <laughs> that you don't know jack shit about your car, girlfriend. <laughs> um, it is very funny that... What point was I trying to make? <laughs> I forget. I'll just say something else. Um, so, Bella is... Constantly anxious about her upcoming wedding, and part of her anxiety is Edward is so fun and she loves him so much. She just like can't think of him as a husband. Because like the word husband is so Ew. like dowdy like, stayed, respectable, and dull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Bella because your parents didn't work out do you think every man that gets married like loses his personality and this is what? another case where it's clear that bella needs some goddamn therapy yeah so friends to be fair to Bella, <laughs> she's friend, 18 yeah. and she doesn't have any friends who are married and it is true that now in my life I have friends it's who are true. married and it is a little bit weird. And I'm like, ew, why would you do I'm like, that? Like, ew, yeah, my best friend's <laughs> like person is her husband. That took me like three years to get used to saying. Husband. That my best Gross. friend had a husband. That was weird. So i will say my best friend did get married very but recently. Um happen. but the day of their wedding, I was hanging out at their house afterwards and I was talking to Deb, her wife, and I was like <laughs> You know, I really like you, Deb. I'm really glad you and Liv found each other. I think you're a great fit. I think you're a great person. And she was like, Sorry, they were like, You know, that means a lot. Coming from you, Arguably the most important person in Liv's life. And I was like, Yes. Don't forget it. I am. <laughs> I don't care if you guys are married. <laughs> I've been spiritually her sister longer than you guys have known each other. <laughs> and it's always going to be that way. <laughs> so, yeah, there's something to that. That's So, yeah, fair. Yep, you know, there's... Bella doesn't have a lot of modeled, cool husbands around in her life. Fair. But yeah, also, if anybody is husbandy, it's Edward. Oh, yeah. 100%. He acts like he's Edward is, 100 years yeah. old, because he is. <laughs> think about how good Angela would be to, to talk to about this. Mm. And you know like, what she doesn't do? Talk to Angela. Talk to Angela him. would be like, Bella, girl, I do think this is a little funny of you. <laughs> I think you're a little, this is a lot, the choice that you're making. But look, you love Edward. Yeah. He would fucking take a bullet for you in a heartbeat. <laughs> Who cares? call him your husband whatever or call him your boyfriend and just we'll all know he's your husband like she would come up with something call him your boyfriend as a power move (laughs) so he knows his place this is my boyfriend oh are not you married sure all right the car has missile proof glass the car is designed for middle east diplomats arms dealers and drug lords Okay. I love the idea of Mercedes being like we want to design a car that will really appeal to the drug lord <laughs> to the drug market. lord. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know who Edward thinks is like coming after Bella. Nobody. <laughs> she's going to fucking Nobody. roll the car. She's going to roll the yeah, car. Yeah, she's going to roll the She's going to yeah, roll the Bella car into a ditch gonna... and she won't yeah. die because she's in this fucking tank. But right. th- it's like there're plenty of cars not at this level where you can roll it and you're gonna be fine yeah but he's yeah but this is fucking edward Edward. what i do think is ridiculous is that she has a new credit card that's theirs i was like okay you're not married yet (laughs) and the the part that i couldn't handle was the mysterious acceptance into an ivy league college that she's not even planning on attending that one felt icky that's like Okay, that was, like, unnecessary and, like, college admissions scandals are a real problem. okay no And, like, that's a spot that somebody else didn't get. I, I don't like that one. I think that one is okay because it's probably not <laughs> a spot that somebody else didn't get because they paid her way after all the admissions oh, yeah. happened. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that's, that's yeah but, like, there's only so many dorm rooms. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a full, like, they just bought... They probably did just it's just donate. a donation to they the probably Dartmouth. ultimately left all that money with Dartmouth and Dartmouth just gets all that money and does not educate Bella that's true. yeah yeah so I was like what 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 part of the, what am I, the compromise I was like where does the credit card come in and I was like girlfriend you I can don't. still use your own money you don't have to use the credit card no she doesn't <laughs> I was like girlfriend yeah why are you so hesitant to use his credit I card? I mean, ultimately, yes, I agree with that point of view, but she, feels she weird about hates it using it. Don't do it. This was like, yeah, this no was, like the most to use 50 Shades card. of Grey I have felt from these books Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, wait, did 50 Shades of Grey exist yet when this was written? I don't know when she wrote those. When was 50 Shades of Grey? I feel Green? like probably not, because these <laughs> came out in pretty quick succession yeah but, but 50 shades of gray has been so out for a fan while fiction. yeah 50 shades of gray yeah but published. just in the time that it takes not to until get... 2015 oh shoot yeah I but wish. 50 shades of gray published very fast i believe because i think it, it didn't publish in... until the novel 2015? came out 2011 It says yeah, self-published yeah. 2011, like, 2011 yes, release okay. date 2015 usa right okay. and the uk fun fact publishes books so fucking fast Oh, they I get books out on it. shelves in, like, six months, and we take, like, 14 A minimum. <laughs> At least. And there's no, like, 14, like, is not enough time. Right. Yeah. 14 months. like, barely make it month. work. <laughs> yeah. How, like, literally how do, I don't do know it. That. It I doesn't know make any sense. Anyway. So, maybe she had read this before she wrote 50 Shades. Before probably. she. <laughs> probably. probably. Yeah. And maybe it so, was this moment. Maybe it was this chapter in which, which Shades like, of Grey was born. Oh. <laughs> like I'm into this. I'm, I'm ready for this armored this. car. And I need more of that. Sex anticipation, money. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> money. So Bella's driving and she goes by one of the Have You Seen This Boy posters. And I really my heart broke for Charlie. I know. Because Poor Charlie. Imagine how bad it must feel to have this kid that like you've known his entire life mm-hmm. yeah. who you adore is now missing and nobody seems to care except his for own you. father is except like, you're right not even up. the people who supposedly care about him the most and he's like, only sixteen right yeah it's and you're instant. the person who should be able to solve this problem like you're yeah. a cop right yeah you're also a you're a cop this like literally you should, your job. yeah you should be able to find him. And you're not going to be able to. Like, oh, poor Charlie. And he is only 16. Like, on one end, I, like, kind of sympathize with Billy saying, Jacob's grown up now, he'll come home if he wants to. But also, he's only 16. But also, he is a he's child He's a baby. Still. Yeah. He is still a child. Oh, uh, and poor Jacob being 16 in the body of a 25-year-old man. Yep. Like... In the body of a wolf. In the body yeah. of a wolf. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> Psychically connected to all of his friends who all he's humiliated friends, yeah. about, who can hear all of his thoughts even though he doesn't want them to. Yep. So sure. Bella wants to know how Jacob's doing, so we get the best part of this entire chapter. <laughs> yeah. she calls Seth, who is just always a breath of fresh air. Seth's like, what's up? And she's like, how's Jacob? And he's like, still bad. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, say hi to Edward for me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, aw. There's a little line about how, like, Seth and Edward have become buds. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. so cute. I mean, that happens when you murder people together, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Or when you put aside your friends who murder together. (laughs) Friends who murder together stay together. She says, I guess I'll see you at the wedding at the wedding <laughs> Seth is like, "Yeah, me and my mom will be there. It was cool of you to ask us." Internally, which... she's like, "Well, it was Edward, but you're welcome." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like, "It wouldn't be the same without you." I'm like, "That's nice of you to say." That's nice thing um, to say. You don't no, want anyone there, you. Bella. Yeah. I'm like, "You don't want this to be happening to begin with, so." <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we get this flashback. It's a horrible transition. Stephanie Why? is really bad at flashbacks. Why? Why didn't anybody change this transition? <laughs> Here's how it goes. I walked slowly through the light rain, remembering the night we told him. Ellipsis. Um, line break with dingbats. The three little asterisks. As the sound of Charlie's cruiser announced his return, the ring suddenly weighed hundred pounds on my finger so unnecessary <laughs> so deeply unnecessary yeah P- put a period get rid of the Just, line break yeah. start a new paragraph and it's, it's so much less dramatic like in my brain my brain because of like, this formatting did the like yeah, the, like, whirly, yeah. right yeah. did yours do the face yeah. face yeah like this was so unnecessary you could have used like <laughs> the ring had suddenly Pounds on my finger, and then drop the head. Nobody cares. Yeah. Just yep. d- uh, get rid of it for voice. And suddenly it's just a normal rid fucking description of what happened. The night we told him. It's just so is, true. I know. So unnecessary. Just, like, it's just, just fucking tell us. Yeah. Not that it's Charlie had taken the news very well. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. Now saying, I'm literally remembering this moment. Here, oh here oh. it is, me remembering. He is <laughs> horrible. Um, this conversation is really funny. Um, <laughs> Edward is cool as a cucumber. He's What's ready this? to talk to Charlie. He's so happy Bella about this. Is sweating buckets. <laughs> Charlie's like, "What's wrong? i sweating." And she's like, "I'm not I'm sweating." Not. <laughs> like water dripping from her body. Um, Edward is like, "We'd like to talk to you." And Bella's like, Shh, "Wait till he puts up his gun!" Like. <laughs> It's I mean I wanted it to be beautiful. like keep it cool. Keep, yeah, it cool. keep it cool. No <laughs> wonder he, he say, thinks that she's pregnant. Um keep it light, keep it light, <laughs> light. keep it light. Keep it light keep it light. For once Edward does keep it light and yeah. does not. I mean, at the time we assumed that Edward knew exactly what Charlie was thinking in well, this moment also and we know Sort of. And we know now that he he kind of kinda gets it. Yeah. But that was why I assumed he was so cool. I was like, oh, right, he knows true. exactly what's going on. Yeah. Edward makes a great argument. Charlie is like, are you sure about this? Like, oh what's my God, the this rush? this was so smart. Why do you have to do this now? And Edward was like, well, you know, we're going away to Dartmouth together in the fall. And I'd like to do that, well, the right way. It's how I was phrased. He's like, look, I don't want to shack up with your daughter unless God (laughs) says we can. And you can't argue with that. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I agree. (laughs) Like, if you're Charlie in 2008, yeah. You're like, fuck, you got me there, Well, okay, so he, he does literally, like, she literally points this out. Uh, Charlie's mouth twist to the side looking for an angle to argue from. But what could he say? I'd prefer you to live in sin first. He was a dad. His <laughs> hands were tied. It's 2008. He could say like I don't care. You'll be in college. Like you'll be you'll be adults. You don't need to get married for me like most no, people no, were Edward living says, in sin in 2008. But Edward, says but Edward goes right it's how yeah. I, was I was raised. Right. So like, are you gonna like... argue? Yeah, with like well, well Guess what? And Carlisle and Esme right. gave are you the fashioned. wrong morals. Right. right. He says, I want to <laughs> do it the right Edward... way. And Charlie's like, no, do it the wrong way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Edward really wanted to twist the knife, he could be like, you know, that's what like you my did. mom and dad as a not not carl and esme who like are right. his parents but if edward wanted to twist the knife Is he dead, could be like parents? my yeah my biological my parents dead parents really impressed the importance of this upon me and now they're dead <laughs> so i can't really talk to them about it anymore also i love but, once again we don't actually get any direct references to sleeping together no. sex whatever it's living in sin yep that that's what's that, even would, though Charlie's already assumed that she's pregnant, yeah, Charlie's already assuming they're having sex all the time, well, yeah, by inference, <laughs> and you know what? we still can't talk about it, <laughs> so Bella goes right into telling Renee,
1: and oh, oh yeah, okay, wait,
0: like, so Charlie Charlie goes ha, ha ha, ha horrible <laughs> way that it's or it sounds <laughs> so sarcastic <laughs> like it sounds so fake but really he's just <laughs> laughing because it occurs to charlie that bella is going to have to tell renee and that that's going to suck right so he's just being a little bit mean uh, you know i on at this point in time i was like okay charlie you could be a little supportive I in know. this moment I uh know. because like uh you know like when i have to have hard conversations with per se my mother my dad is like what can i do to like help you know Uh ease that tough conversation and charlie in this moment is like good luck girl have fun with that it's gonna suck (laughs) charlie's like maybe she'll change her mind yeah like maybe telling renee is enough of a burden and a hurdle that she just won't get married (laughs) great But Renee's very mature about it. Honestly, yeah, I loved Renee's response. I really appreciated it. She seems, like, Renee seems like a character who has had lots of positive growth, even though we don't actually see her, like, ever. The only weird thing that she says is, like, I just, like, wish that you had, like, told me sooner. And Bella's like, I mean, it just happened. And Renee's (laughs) like, oh, well, when you, like, came to visit months ago i just assumed you guys like had that pretty lockdown <laughs> like you uh, do they you know can, your daughter <laughs> they can be very committed to each other without being engaged okay but don't you totally know those moms who just are like completely 100 percent bought into the teenage relationship like they care too much yes like yes, i had yes. i had a good friend in high school who had a very serious boyfriend and then when they broke up it really felt to me like both of their families were like way too involved in this breakup like like all of the parents seemed like they wanted them to get back together and I was like they're 16 like (laughs) you don't get any opinion like when the 16 year olds break up that's just what's happening yeah do not encourage getting back together when you're 16. It was or like weird. ever, like but I stay could, out of it. But I could <laughs> see, right. I could see Renee being that kind of mom. It's like, well, you just seem so perfect together. So obviously, it's gonna be like this obviously is it. You you're a gonna get married. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she does. She makes a note where she's like, you know, we're different people. Like, yes. yes, getting married at a young age was really bad for me. Right. But you're a different person, and you don't make decisions lightly. Like, Commitment was never your problem. Right. Like she's very aware that her own what she thinks of as mistakes are not necessarily mistakes in Bella, which I think is actually extremely well adjusted for someone. I felt I kind of felt for Bella here, though, because I feel like, I don't know, she's like kind of being gaslit because I (laughs) doubt that this for years, Renee was like, getting married young was the biggest mistake of my life. She was probably right. like, yeah, getting married young is really fucking stupid. And people shouldn't well, do yes. that. Like, of course, oh, I could, thought I could see that it would going apply either, right. to her. Right. right. Yeah, yeah I was definitely yeah. viewing this. Ugh. I saw uh, everything everywhere all at once, which was amazing. But then oh like, this... I don't want to hear anything. I've heard that you should go in knowing as little well as possible. Okay, well, there was, I just mean, go this, ahead. there was this line where the daughter was like, listen, I'm really glad you're working through your shit. But like, guess what? My shit still like that that part wasn't a direct quote but it was like it doesn't get rid of mine when you right, heal it right exactly. Heal you did to me. exactly so it was like an acknowledgement that okay yeah people can also be getting better but like that it still doesn't mitigate what you yourself are going through or that you yourself still have to go on that journey which obviously bella does <laughs> Or, like, you can't control when that journey happens, like, okay, yeah, your mom is doing it when she's, you know, 50, and, like, yeah, ideally that would have happened before all the trauma that was laid on you, but it's happening now. (laughs) Anyway. You get what you get. Get what you get. Yeah, that's what you got, Bella. At least it goes good this time. Yeah. Right. And it's really sweet. Bella mentions that Renee and Esme have been working together on planning the wedding and they just love each other so much. And like Renee and Esme are just such good friends. I was wondering if like this felt like the whole like Esme being perfect felt a little bit like finally some wish fulfillment like the perfect mother-in-law is like some real i'm not trying to like read into stephanie's life i'm just saying that like (laughs) this book promises a lot of wish fulfillment but does not um always deliver on it but the like perfect easygoing, amazing lovely mother-in-law definitely does it (laughs) beautiful (laughs) okay then it's um suit fitting time i bet charlie looks great yeah i like three cuts and he looks great. Honestly, this section really annoyed me because I was like, really, Bella, you can't be even the least no bit interest. excited about a dress that probably looks amazing on you. I know. Yeah, like, there's no way it doesn't look incredible. Yeah. No. She, she looks amazing. And you have to close your eyes the whole time. One, I think it's disrespectful to the people who are putting in <laughs> a lot of effort to this being an important yes. occasion. <laughs> Like, okay, you don't have to act like this is... Alice does say, like, you act like I'm torturing you. And, like, bitch, there are literal, actual forms of torture. And (laughs) trying on wedding dresses is not one of them. So please chill the fuck out. I have sympathy to Stephanie for, like, fucking committing to the bit. And, like, Bella is who she fucking is. And Bella would hate trying on her wedding dress. But I wish she would fucking throw us a bone right and have her enjoy like one right. just like even be surprised by like something I, one little something i thought that this wedding dress experience would be awful but actually but actually i, I imagined nice myself moment. i look really nice and yeah. i can now imagine myself maybe a little bit more standing next to edward maybe i can be a wife like- turns out luxury fabrics Feel good. <laughs> right. There are literally nice. so many options to just like give us a little something something here. I know. But no nope. I <laughs> I like wanted something more from Charlie because we have the scene oh, with yeah. Charlie where he's like, Uh, I don't really think you should get married, but okay. But if right. Bella's so miserable, I kinda want Charlie to be like, Hey Bella, I wanna talk right. to you. Like, you don't, you don't seem, seem like you actually don't want to like want to do this. Right. Like, is I mean Edwards feeling that you shouldn't live in sin the reason you're right. doing this because you know maybe I, I can, can help you reason. pay for an apartment like you guys can live separately like you don't have to marry right. him I mean that is giving Charlie more benefit of the doubt because literally <sighs> yeah. she tells him like uh Jacob you know is treating me badly and I don't like it and he's like you're you should wrong. date him I know <laughs> <laughs> So yeah I want that but also Charlie has never given that so it's true if Charlie were like are you sure you want to marry Edward the next sentence would probably be instead of Jacob yeah (laughs) who I know you actually should be with like shut up I was feeling really sympathetic for Charlie in his search for Jacob but I also felt like he was like we need to find Jacob so that I don't know this wedding cannot happen we need the alternative here. He's to hard fix to trust. It. He's yeah. hard to trust. Um, basically that's it. I feel like we then she out daydreams. Out the end. Then yeah. she reminds us oh, yeah. that they're gonna about have sex, sex, and she thinks about it, but not in a sexy not way. At, right. Not I don't think literally. I would she at least about give it to sex. her if she like gave us a sexy moment here where she thinks about sex, but this long no. moment where she thinks about sex provides no sex. Right. It's just about sex it's just about the idea of sex, sex. right think about the concept of sex. the concept of sex which like is instead not of thinking about <laughs> all these horrible things that could happen at my wedding i'm thinking about my happy place, <laughs> which is that i may have sex soon maybe <laughs> do you feel like there is a way that she could better set up some conflict right at the end of this chapter like what could she give us here that would like i feel like she could do more of an internal, like, conflict sort of situation? She's so good at internal journeys. Is Bella is, like, upset about not getting what she wants right now, right? Like, she is uncomfortable with all this stuff. Mm -hmm. What if it were, like, Bella feels like she doesn't have any control over her life? Like, Mm -hmm. every time that she wants anything... She has to, like, go to the fucking Cullen committee and convince everybody why she should be a vampire. If she wants to sleep with Edward, she's got to make a 20,000-page PowerPoint (laughs) to convince him that it's going to be okay. And she's got to give up all this stuff. She's got to give up her privacy to marry him, because now the whole town's talking about her. She has to give up, like, her sense of self, because she didn't see herself being somebody who would get married young. And then if it's about, like, a loss of control and Bella not feeling like she's getting what she wants, then when she gets pregnant and decides she wants to keep Renesmee, I feel like that would make that decision even more powerful mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she's taking like I'm control. I'm finally going to get something that I want. Yeah, right. it's something that, like, no other person can make this decision for me. Yeah. This is my right. choice. Right. And no one right. can push me into we her could, we could even get, like, just a little mention for some external conflict. Like, oh, by the way, I'm getting married so I can turn into a vampire so the Volturi don't come. And... Yep, we don't uh, hope they don't that. crash the reception. Yeah, hope they don't crash don't. the reception. Great, great point.
1: Your All point Melissa, about seating
0: arrangements will be messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Your point, Melissa, about, like, having to convince other people that she actually does want this wedding was interesting to me. Like... Maybe she feels like she has to put energy into faking that she does want this. Although she doesn't seem to be doing that. No. (laughs) Yeah, that's not really a priority. She's just miserable about it. She's just miserable and being miserable. (laughs) And that, I think, is supposed to be the conflict, but it's... Right. It's just kind of sad to read. Yeah. Just unfun, I would say. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. But I do have a best sentence. Oh yeah. Okay, what's her Oh, yeah, sentence? best sentence, worst I I sentence, fuck. Remember okay. how it works? Yeah, normally we do worst first, but I only know my best, so I'm going to read it. Okay. Um, So this is right after Bella has told Renee, and Charlie is mad because he's like, I thought it, you were going to have a tough conversation with Renee, but it was easy, and <laughs> now I'm annoyed because I thought she was going to be bad cop, and I would just get to be good cop. Um, and it says... What could he do now when his ultimate threat, telling mom, had turned out to be utterly empty? He had nothing and he knew it. So he <laughs> moped around the house, muttering things about not being able to trust anyone in this world. <laughs> I think so it's dramatic. Dramatic. It's so funny. And something about the phrasing this world instead of the world is like so perfect. <laughs> mm, I'm I go also like this. to think of Charlie and Renee having a friendly relationship yeah like at this point in their lives yeah um my best sentence is one is in the flashback um and it's when edward is talking to charlie about like you know will you give us your blessing i'm so happy um and bella is remarking about how like calm and sure he sounded and she says i could see fleetingly the way the world looked to him and I was like oh yeah that's true like for in this moment it is very like Edward is conveying it in a very like I love her so we're getting married like duh that's it that's the right way to do it And it really does feel like Oh, yeah, we put a lot of, like, pressure and stuff on relationships, and often it's not that complicated. <laughs> right, and, like, <laughs> it was really nice to see Bella kind of noticing, like, oh, yeah, maybe it is just that for Edward and like, at least in this moment. Yeah, I thought it was nice. I love um, her, I want to marry her. This one got a smiley face when I first read it, so I'll go with this one. <laughs> My truck had lived a long, full life and then expired of natural causes, according to him. Um, I just thought it was kinda cute and funny that she said her truck expired of natural causes. I don't know. Um, it, did what it, it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Nothing lasts forever. Did it? I think not. I think Edward killed the car. Oh. Yeah.
1: Melissa, he surely do you did. think he
0: murdered the car? Honestly, I don't think the car should have been running in the first place. I thought it was a weird plot point that this ancient car was working. Um, no, that was amazing. It was because of Jacob. What a great detail. <laughs> uh, so it dying of natural causes makes perfect sense to me. But yes, the timing is a little weird. I don't know why he needed to get her a new car. The, so she truck, was a, the truck was a tank. It yeah. Was. She, she tells us all thing. the she time anywhere in the that she was going to win any collision. <laughs> yeah. And it was also like now she has this speed mobile where she one tap. Sends I know her she hurtling. like can't even drive it. She, she is genuinely drive. bad at driving it, yeah. so she is more likely to get into an accident right now. Exactly, or to kill somebody else. I right. <laughs> so I was like, she was much safer in the truck where you know it could barely move. <laughs> uh, okay, I would like to claim the clunky transition as my worst mm. sentence. Oh, what a good one! It's a bad sentence. It's so easily fixed too. I think it makes me extra mad because it's so easy to fix. Right. Okay. I've got a. I've got a word. Um. This is right when Bella's trying to drive and she's not used to this car yet and how sensitive the gas pedal is. Uh. So she barely presses it and like shoots forward and she goes, "Arg!" I gasp <laughs> as I fumbled for the brake. Arg! I gasp. Arg! I, I gasp. gasp. Yeah. Ark? It's just not like it's one not a of the standard exclamation. It's not a thing that you say. Like it's a gasp so is like, like huh? there's no like words. Liz Lemon. You know, not like arc. Liz Lemon would be like <laughs> <laughs> It's So cartoony. Um, my worst sentence is a visceral moment that I really don't think needed to be here. Um, and it's the description of Bella getting her uh, wedding dress put on, and Alice is like, You'd think I was shoving bamboo splinters under your nails. Oh, yeah, and I was I like, like Okay, I don't real visceral. I was like, Oh, I don't need to really Does she really seem that unhappy. I was like Could have done without that. <laughs> As we did it we remembered how to make our podcast wow we, we made started breaking dawn y'all so proud of us we're, we're oh, in this book in. looks so we're, long i know we're, we're, was, we're so happy book. to have you back this book is yeah. fucking long so you better buckle up yeah so really how long is this going to take us get in losers Forever. we're reading breaking dawn <laughs> <laughs> um get in losers we're discussing literature <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the end of the podcast email us with questions comments and um speculation about how and whether edward murdered bella's truck at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to support us check out patreon.com twilightfacepodcast podcast i should probably double check that all these people still are our patrons oh maybe bother. you're grandfathered in for this one guys yep Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Danny, Olivia, and Sabine. You can follow us where we don't post at Twilight <laughs> Phase on Twitter and Instagram at Twilight Podcast, on <laughs> Disclaimer We owe nothing to the Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by somebody. Cover image by Laura Sharmer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. Oh, I just lost noses, guys, yeah. because I was <laughs> doing my job. We'll talk about it after. Okay. (laughs) We'll be back next week. (laughs) And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bite me. Bye.